one. Oh, and I think it is time for us to officially start this show. Let's go. Welcome back to another edition of the My T-Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Talon El Idolo Deportivo Taylor. Yo, it is another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. We coming at you live and direct from South Florida. It is officially September 13th. Cause today was like 97 degrees. Lows are going to be sitting at a good 78. They said we're going to have like 25% chance of rain. I really wish it would have rained earlier. Help me with a cool this day down. But you know, we got a big show for you guys today. We got a really, really, really big show for you guys today, folks. We got the Rogers diagnosis that just came out. Let's make sure all audios are working fine. Okay, we got the audio there. I'm pushing and popping. We got the audio there pushing and popping. Okay, it look like everybody is gone. We got Rogers diagnosis that just came out, folks. You saw us with the live reaction on Monday. You saw us with the live reaction on Monday. Now, we've had some time to let that sit in. Our food has digested. I had to take a mean shit before I started the podcast just to make sure I got all of the mess out of the way. We got a blue chew code. We got a blue chew code. Let's go ahead and drop that for you guys already real quick. Let's let's, let's show what we got. We got a blue chew promo code for you guys a little bit later in the podcast. Let's go ahead and hide that. All right. You guys can see that. All right, we got the Jets being hopeful out here. Yeah, you got to with what just happened with Aaron Rodgers. We got Thursday night football tomorrow. We got no birthday shout outs again. Apparently, karma is popping up everywhere. We got Stewie cooking. We got the WNBA playoffs. And have you heard about the news with Kevin Porter Jr.? If you have not, oh my God. But based off the league's past, if they let... The kid in Charlotte back in the league, then Kevin Porter Jr. will see by the start of the 2024-2025 season. Unfortunately. But also let's find out what happened a little bit more. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But you know what we say here on the show, regardless of the time, because it is about like 9.47, and we like to start the show at 8.07. Don't judge me. I told you. I had to take a mean one. Right? Regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So let's start talking. Woo! We're back 
at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. Coach, I need special words for the, for the crew. You play to win the game. Hello? Ooh, you know it's always a blast on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Let's get right into our Mighty Topic of the Day. Mighty! Oh, my God. That shit's in my eye. That shit's in my eye. This is horrible. Pause. Like full blown out pause. This is see, he's one of those pausable moments in sports. Oh shit! Is that how that feels? That's that's disrespectful. That's mad disrespectful. Like I like I couldn't I could have used a warning or something. Like like you can't tell a nigga. Ah damn! Trying to give me that Rona, Rona to the face. Oh man, I never felt so disrespected in my whole. No, I'm sure. <laughs> Let's get back into it, folks. Of course, if, if, if you guys have not heard by now, I wonder where you have been. I wonder what you've been listening to. I wonder how come you haven't heard the first episode of the podcast yet. Because if you because if you have, then you already know the news that I'm about to give you. Aaron Rodgers is out. There's no more time to R-E-L-A-X. It is straight P-A-N-I-C time. Maybe. But Aaron Rodgers has been officially ruled out with an ACL injury. That's the official diagnosis. And and this was alluded to before, even before we got off the air, right? You heard people talk about this is one of the easiest, um, um, one of the easiest injuries to diagnose to try to hey, take you in the back, try to get up on your tippy toes. If you can't get up on your tippy toes, ah, Achilles. Achilles? I think it was just Achilles. ACL, one of the two. <clears throat> right, so he's out, and obviously with this kind of injury, you don't expect to see Aaron Rodgers back anytime soon. You don't expect to see him back during the regular season. You I've, and if things go right for a forty-year-old man, he may be r- back and proper and right by next by the start of next season. As if everything goes right for him. And, for right now, Jets fans are nervous. And I, I understand. Right? Trust me. Your boy understands. I'm a little nervous too. But, you can't live your life in a constant state of fear. You can't live your life in, in a constant state of, oh my God, what if, or worst case scenario. That's how you age. I hear all you people like, like, like calling it like, like you, un- you, you pessimistic motherfuckers. Like yo, I don't wonder you guys. No wonder your, you don't wonder your skin gets wrinkly soon, and and you see and you see all the age in your face all the time. Like nah, you really need to learn how to have a big bowl of fuck it, and just learn how to relax. I can understand the nervousness for Jets fans, which baffles me, because. And I'm gonna go in depth in this a little bit. Um, a little bit later. Phone lines are already open. Let's go ahead and get, get these callers in immediately. Because most Jets fans, as I heard them talk, were tapering their expectations. Oh, this can't be this. This can't be Super Bowl or bust, man. Man, we need. 
You know how many Jets fans I heard play scared all summer? Now, all of a sudden, oh, man, see, this is why you don't get a 40-year-old quarterback. Now, now we need to go. We're going to get into this. But when something like this happens, right? You hear, you hear superstitious Jets fans talking about, man, this is just the same old Jets, same old Jets. And obviously, if it's the same old some, if the same old Jets or same old anybody or something, then it has to be somebody to blame. Is this the same old Jets management? Did they get the wrong individual? No. You can't tell me that Aaron Rodgers is the wrong person to get. Because everybody everybody that didn't already have a franchise quarterback would have went after Aaron Rodgers. Did they coach him up bad? Put him in a bad position? Nope. The play was designed for him to the, the the play the play call is designed for him to be to get the ball out quickly, which is what we thought Aaron Rodgers did. So, who's to blame here? Aaron Rodgers to blame. Aaron Rodgers screwed Aaron Rodgers. You know Buffalo fans. You know like they they're like they like they damn near like Canada anyway, so they should understand that reference. But a a Ron screwed a a Ron because. What we needed from Aaron was average. We needed Peyton Manning in his down year, which brings my light of hope. We didn't need spectacular from him. We didn't need 55 touchdowns in the season. We didn't need we didn't need to break this passing record. We needed average from him. And because on that first drive, he wanted to make a statement. He tried to be spectacular. And held on to that ball one second longer, two seconds longer, 1.89 seconds longer than he should have. And we see the result. It's unfortunate. But if Aaron Rodgers would have stuck to the game plan, the New York Jets have him for, for next week. The New York Jets have him for, for, for probably the majority of the season. But now we don't. And now we have to figure out <sighs> What's going to happen next for the New York Jets? Now, I was supposed to flip one of these motherfuckers already. I forgot. My bad. You know what? Let's not flip that one then. How much time will we put in here? Uh, let's go ahead and flip. Nah, nah, nah. Let's do. Nah. Let's flip this one. So now the New York Jets are trying to pivot. And, and before I even talk about them pivoting, let's lean back into these fans. Lean back. Lean back. Lean back. Because while we all under while everybody understood why you brought Aaron Rodgers here, it wasn't just to be okay. It, it was for it was to win a Super Bowl. Whether well, this year or next year, it's to win a Super Bowl within the within the window that Aaron Rodgers is part of your franchise. There were a lot of Jets haters that I'm pretty sure they are puffing their chest up right now. Heard a lot of Giants fans calling, right? They want to make sure. Is that the app? Okay, that's the app. Oh, <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> I thought there was smoke coming out. I mean, I am on fire. Y'all see that shit? <laughs> Instagram. Behind the scenes camera, Instagram. What the fuck? Yo, every day I find a new one. Every day 
I find a new bite, a new like. That's what happens when you work outside. That's what when you work outside of there. Like I find a new bite, a new poke, a new, a new cut, a new something every single freaking day. I touch my body. My body's all over my body. My body's all over my body. Oh, wait, got it. We don't care. <clears throat> so, Giants fans. Dolphins fans, Jets fans, have called in all in the last 48 hours and expressed themselves and how they truly feel about this Aaron Rodgers situation, right? They was even calling in before then, right? They called in way before then to express themselves. And what you hear now, right, I don't quite understand because what happened is that Jets fans, Jets fans and Moose fans, right? A lot of fans. They're talking up both sides of their ass. And well, they're talking out both holes. Because on one side, Aaron Rodgers wasn't the guy that was suddenly going to take us to a championship. Even though that's the reason why he's brought here for not to make the playoffs, not to just help improve the team, right? But to get this young squad hyper-focused to let them understand what it's going to take to not only win games but possibly win a championship and to get them on a level. You know what I mean? Make sure, as you already saw, right? Hard knocks through the practices. When it's, it's, it's like the fact where you thought you're giving 100%, and then next thing you know, you're being chased by a dog. And now you really realize that your body has an extra 10%. That's what Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers is that dog. He comes in as that, as, that, as that lion to that team. And they all thought they were running scared. They thought they were playing hard. They thought they was giving it all they had. And then they realized, oh, no, we could give more. It happened in Denver. Sorry. Yep, it happened in Denver. And it happened in Tampa Bay. Those are the two true examples of making a young, talented squad better, more focused, right? Trimming the fat, making them more streamlined. That was Aaron Rodgers. Now, it's like I said, we all anticipated that it just should have made it, that should be making a run with him. Too many people, though, thought that, hey, and a lot of Jets fans, we need to calm down. Just because we have Aaron Rodgers doesn't mean that we're automatically going to win it all. And now weeks later, those same people are calling because now not just Jets fans, obviously the Jets organization and Jets players are trying to figure out, hey, what's our next move? What do we do next? And you heard... Some of the names that started coming out. Oh, well, we call him Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. You guys are listening to this show. Yeah, I should be steaming right now. If you guys have listened to this show, then you already know how we feel about Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, in his prime, with a talented squad... Couldn't get it done. 
So it makes you think old ass Matt Ryan that can't move, that could never get it done, is gonna come to New York and get it done. Because <clears throat> let me tell you what baffles me. Let me tell you what really baffles me. Is that all of the names that they're bringing up as they as as there's now a search for a backup quarterback to 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 to, to Zach Wilson. Or maybe even somebody to come and take over the reins. I haven't heard one name that says, oh, we're basically not going to do the same thing if we had Zach Wilson. So what? You bring in Garter Minshew for Zach Wilson, right? You, or you bring in Colt McCoy, as some of the names I'm hearing. Jacoby Brissett. Matt Ryan. Philip Rivers. Joe Flacco. Which one of these guys is taking this further than whatever Rodgers was projected? Or which one of these guys can you fathom? Can you imagine? Just imagine. Imagine. Make believe. You give me a make believe situation that you put Aaron Rodgers in that same make believe situation and give him all of his 100% capacities that this guy was going to go farther than Aaron Rodgers. So, if. None of these guys makes us a Super Bowl contender because, remember, you guys were reluctant to call us a Super Bowl contender or call yourselves a Super Bowl contender when Aaron Rodgers was on the squad. Healthy. Oh, let's taper our expectations, you know. Now suddenly, Gardner Minshew's the answer? If you're going to give me Gardner Minshew, I'd rather take Zach Wilson. I'd rather Zach Wilson get another year of learning. Instead of another another year of the, of demoralization, where you take his teeth from underneath him and give it to some bum off the street, I'd rather take Zach Wilson over Matt Ryan. I'd rather take Zach Wilson over Gardner Minshew. I'd rather take Zach Wilson over Joe Flacco. I'd rather take Zach Wilson over over Jacoby Brissett. Unless the answer is Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Joe Burrow. I don't want him. Because these guys are failing with their teams already. They, and some of these guys already have a pretty good team. I ain't promise I'm going to give some of the better names out there. Tua got a tongue twister. Don't want him. Doesn't, doesn't matter who, like, doesn't matter what name you mention. Unless it's those three guys, I don't want him. I'd rather take Kurt Warner off the, off the, off the street. I'd rather take Pey Peyton Manning off the street. Eli Manning off the street. Peyton Manning off the street. Tom Brady was was a name mentioned. I don't know him I guess. I know I hate Tom, but if he gets my Jets a ring, I may recognize him as one of the greatest. What the hell do you want this? No, 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 not right now. Why do you want to make changes now, B? You want to see me in the middle of something? You're not going crazy. Jets fans, come out and play. 
Jets fans, come on and play. So I don't. I'm not feeling it. I feel like you guys are just out there to talk to just to hear yourselves talk. Call them into these stations. Hear yourself calling to these stations. Like you weren't right about your about your about your premonition about what was gonna happen with the Jets. You weren't right about about your predetermined about your predetermined negativity towards it. No, you just picked the worst negative situation and you banked on that happening. Did you put money on it? Did you put your money where your mouth was? All that, all that. Oh, I knew this. Was, did you bet on it? Or did, or, or did you put your money on the Jets uh, on the Jets making the playoffs? Or did you put your money on the Jets making the conference championship? All of this talk, where was your money at? Where was your dollars at? Where was your put up or shut up? It was nowhere. It was in the trash can. It was in the toilet. It was down the drain. So go join it. Down a sewer hole. And choke on your shit. I know we got the WNBA playoffs going on right now. So they want somebody to blame. They want somebody to blame. I told you blame Aaron. They're blaming the turf. They're blaming the turf. Man, if we had grass, man, this wouldn't happen. Players Association, right? Put it in a notion to the NFL owners, right? Owner Association. Man, put make like we need to change all these fields to grass. Changing the grass is probably the easiest thing we can do. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like somebody under the age of 21. I'm going to go start there. That's, that's, that's saying that a, 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 a fairly new adult. Oh, you know what? Nah. Let's run it back some. A fairly new teenager. Is in their first two, three years of social media. And you know what they're thinking to themselves? Man, you know what would be really cool? You know what we really need to set this social media shit off? You know what make this shit jump and be? You know what make this better? Is if when you went on somebody's page, it automatically loaded with music. Like, like their favorite song. This is why they say... It's important to know history. Because if you don't know history, history is history will repeat itself. That's the reason why it's important to make sure that we keep in the history books, right? An account of all those individuals that were throwing stones at little black girls that were trying to go to school back in those days. That 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 that, that, that was heckling little black children that was trying to get an education back in those days. You need to keep an account of that. Don't let those old little white fuckers get off the hook now. No, no, no. Let your let your grandchildren know the kind of monster you are. The kind of piece of shit individual that you have been. Let them know your true nature. Like Jerry Jones' true nature. Who else? Who was the other owner he was talking to? That's, we'll bring that up a little bit later. Was it Buffalo Bills owner they mentioned? I'm not surprised that Jerry Jones is involved in this kind of shit again. Because Jerry Jones is the same person when he had the opportunity to. Right when he was one of those individuals that was heckling little uh, a little five and seven year old girl for going to school, when he had to address it as a grown ass man of full consciousness, all he can say, well, it was a curious time, and I was just curious of why this little nigger girl wanted an education in my in my all white school. You see why we don't talk about the Dallas Cowboys on this podcast? 
So you can't. You have to remember history, because if not, history will repeat himself. And that's what's happening here. Is that these people that are talking, I don't know if they have forgotten of what grass fields used to look like, of what grass fields used to feel like. You forget? Because, okay, so imagine this, right? So for some of you guys, you may be the only show in town. For some of you guys, nobody else uses your field but you. You get to roll it out. You can roll it back in. It's over. So some of you guys, for some of you teams, you may have even taken pride in making sure you had the best grass out there. That's not everybody. In New York, we got two teams using the same field. That grass gets ran through more than your mom. Sorry. Your of age sister. <laughs> and your mom's. <laughs> right? Those turfs get, not only that, High school games, college games, soccer matches, all of the reasons why this field may get done up. And then you just have people that are just bad guys. That their field is nice, but let's let, let, let's dirty it up. And our guys will always play in this mucky, dirty thing, and, and, and their body gets used to, their, their muscle memory gets used to all this, this weirdness. Right? But for the team with the run game, it has to depend on that. Nah, let's wet these spots up a little bit where we know they're going, they're going to be at. So they can lose traction. That dirty shit that Bill Belichick used to do. Oh, no, let's... let's remember, and, and we've heard... And, and the thing about it, we've also heard players talk, too. Like, you know what? They should just find a spot and just kind of, like, dig up a little piece of grass. Make a little hole right there. Next thing you know, one of their receivers or D-Big finds, finds that hole or gets in there. It's the reason why... Players used to say, yo, they used to take their time and do a walkthrough, right? Now, granted, these, these, these turfs do look better, but you see it. Every time they run, we're watching, I'm, I'm watching the highlights for a Minnesota game, right? And every time they run, you just see that, you see those little black pellets keep popping up. And I even heard somebody question recently within the last 48 hours if those black pellets can, uh, 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 can cause cancer. You see them all over the, the player's skin. I'm pretty sure they've ingested a couple. Listen, if you play in the dirt, you gotta eat you gotta eat some of it. Right? Alright. Play in the sand, you gotta eat a little bit of it. Play in the pool, you drink a little bit of it. It happens. I'm not I'm not saying anything any, anything anything wild here. <clears throat> so now they wanna blame the turf. As if they don't remember what grass used to feel like. And I don't think this is gonna be a battle that's gonna be won. I mean honest with you. At first I was like, yeah, we need to go to grass. I'm like, nah, what the fuck? We've already had music on our social media pages when we loaded up. It took forever to, for pages to load up. Because it went from music to people having all kinds of cascading designs and things rolling all up and down. And next thing you know, you clicked on somebody's page and it took a whole five minutes for it to, for it to load up. You don't got time for that. I just want to leave you a birthday message. I don't want to hear your top three songs, see your page shimmering on purple, and next thing you know, have 15 pictures of your of you and your boo pop up before I even hit hit thank you, hit enter, start typing a start typing H. She got fake lips. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but whoever this is on ESPN right now, that chick she got fake lips. Her bottom lip is not naturally that big. She collagens that shit. 
Sorry, I don't know if you guys watch. She colleges that shit. You can tell. Yeah, she, she uses a plumper in there. <laughs> Yo, you women are crazy. You do all this crazy shit to look like things we don't even want. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> like, we know we get an 80% of the time. We want that 80% shit. Like, that dolled up 20% shit, that should be looking crazy to someone. Like, yo, what the fuck are you doing all that dumb shit on your face for? Spending $200 to look like a fucking clown. Because I ain't gonna lie, you be looking like a fucking clown. And you can smell your makeup. Like, when I, if, if, if I get within arm's distance from you and I can smell your makeup, it's a bad thing. We all know makeup. Makeup got that certain smell. It got that little crayon-y smell. I don't, I don't want to say crayon, but you know that makeup smell. Don't like it. Don't like it. So the Jets' new game plan is to look for a backup. And I'm going to tell you this. I am one of those individuals where I feel I'm patient. I'm okay to be patient because if we're not within a Super Bowl this year with whoever you bring in, why bring them in? So that you can have... 10 wins versus 8, 9 wins versus 7, 12 wins versus 10, 12 wins versus 8, 8 wins versus 4, 6 versus 2. I don't care what the math is. Whoever you bring in here isn't giving me Aaron Rodgers' expectation. It's not giving me Aaron Rodgers' vibe. No, the vibe is killed. What you can do for me now is continue to develop the guy that you want to take over after Aaron Rodgers leaves. And that's what I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's what I want. You need Zach Wilson to show improvement? Well, here goes an opportunity. You didn't think he was going to get an opportunity this year? Let's go. Because honestly, there isn't a better option. Because if that option, if that person doesn't make you cream your pants with Super Bowl aspirations, then you're going to need something to help get you hard. And with that said, let's bring in our first sponsor, right? Which is Blue Chew, right? <laughs> I don't know if you guys are well aware of this, but Blue Chew happens to be that little blue pill that can get you back your thrill. All you have to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. It has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss, and she will love how you come through like a champ when you Blue Chew in advance. And if you use my promo code of GSSS, you can get your first order of Blue Chew for free. Yes, folks, that's for the free, free, for free, 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 free. When it comes to Blue Chew, there really is only two things you really need to concern yourself with. One, you chew it, and then you do it. How you do it, it's up to you. Like, whatever style, whatever style you like, you pick your style, whether that's doggy style, missionary style, jackhammer style, Amazon style, froggy style. If you've seen Baby Boy, you know what I mean. Whatever style that you have, you go ahead and you rock your style. You know what? I, I, that, that's so good. I ain't gonna lie. That felt so nice. That felt so nice. 
I think we're gonna do this shit twice. I think we're gonna do this shit twice. One more time for the tippity. What is Blue Chew again? Blue Chew is just that little blue pill that helps you get back your throat. Just open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. It has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss, and she will love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. And if you use my promo code of GSSS, yes, folks, that's GSSS. That's not just the noise that she'll make. It also be what you can use if you want to get your first order of Blue Chew for free. Yes, we're talking about for the free, free, for free. We're talking about five this five finger discount free. What you gotta do is pay for shipping and handling. Make sure you take care of your postal workers. And next thing you know, Blue Chew is not that thing that you that that you need. Sometimes it's that thing that you want. You know, you've been putting up some messages in the DMs. You want to make sure you do all the things that you said you was you was doing in them DMs. Oh yeah. Big talk, Billy Eilish. You know, we styling over here. Regardless of your style, right? Blue Chew is for you. You just chew it and you do it. Whether that's doggy style, whether that's missionary style, whether that's jackhammer style, Amazon style, or baby boy froggy style. Blue Chew is for you in whatever do that you do. Okay, since we're no longer talking about disappointment performances, and I would just talk about solutions to these to these twist performances. The Jets' game plan, as we as we wrap this up, the Jets' game plan is going to be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks. We anticipate there's going to be a signing of a quarterback. For everybody that doesn't think that Zach Wilson looked any better than he did last year, I will agree with you. He looked very vanilla, very basic. And that was explained, actually, by his number one wide receiver because Zach Wilson didn't take any reps, not one rep, not one rep with the starting unit or with the game plan before that week started. It was all Aaron. So it's not even like he took 10% of the reps, 20 No, none. So the game plan... That they made up for Zach Wilson on the fly was a very vanilla game plan. Was a very vanilla package. Stuff that he was successful with last year. Hmm. Stuff that he was successful with in the preseason. Hmm. A few plays here and there that, that he likes from Aaron Rodgers that he's like, yo, I can do this. On the fly a very vanilla game plan, an offensive package. Now, that's one of my beliefs. Not the fact that he didn't get any any distortion. That's a fact. Now, that's a fact. Not the fact that it was a, it was a vanilla game plan. No, 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 no that's a fact. Is it my belief that he can get better? So now let's let's see what happens this week coming up as they play the is it Dallas this week. Yep, as we play the Dallas Cowboys. It's already come out. We're a nine and a half point underdog. I'll take those odds. We, 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 we can clear it. We can clear nine and a half. Hold on, this is a three-point game. We ain't the Giants. Mm-mm. We ain't the Giants. I don't know if you if, I don't know if somebody told you, but we ought
So let's see what the, so let's see what the what the Jets game plan is going to be for Zach Wilson during the games. Let's see what the game plan is going to be for the backup position in case Zach Wilson gets folded like we like I thought he did in that game. Let's see what the Jets game plan is just for the, for the end of the season because to revert back to a developmental season for Zach Wilson isn't the baddest thing in the world. But as we beat Buffalo as we beat Buffalo again, just think. This team compared to last team. Zach Wilson has a little bit more experience. Right? He now has a Hall of Fame quarterback in his ear that he's been that that and only cause could be in his ear once he gets back to the sideline or he or he gets back into his mental state where he's able to start being cordial again, right? But he also has more weapons than he did last year on offense. More wide receivers, more running backs, a better defense. The only thing that was suspect was the offensive line. And that offensive line, we're going to see how bad it is when they play Dallas. Because that's, that's, that's the true measuring stick, right? Because honestly, I don't believe that Daniel Jones is that much better than Zach Wilson. Exactly. So let's see how each, how each individual looks. And then, do the Giants have the kind of defense that the, that the do the Giants have the kind of defense that the New York Jets have? No, they don't. Do they have the kind of wide receivers that the Jets have? No, they don't. Do they have the kind of actually? The only comparable position may be at the running back, and I'm telling you right now, I take Brees Hall over Saquon Barkley all day, every day. From what I've seen from Brees Hall. In eight games, nine, what did he go out when we were seven and two? So what I've seen from Brees Hall in the last 10 professional football games, I am fully convinced he's a better, he, he's a better runner. I don't know if he's a better athlete, you know, I don't know if he's going to, if, 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 but also better athlete, he probably could be. I don't, I tell you this way, he's a smarter athlete than Saquon Barkley, because if he has the athletic capabilities of Saquon Barkley, he's not wasting it by dancing in the backfield. He's not wasting it by trying to jump over defenders. He's not trying to look spectacular. You know what he does? Puts his head down. Puts his nose down. Runs through a motherfucker. Right, runs right through his face. Because what did Marshawn Lynch say? There's only so many times you can run through a motherfucker's face and they keep getting back one of more. Let them cook. Play my shit. <laughs> Who this guy is on on on, on ESPN right now, but he looks but he looks like a child molester. Hey yo, we got did I hear you, Will? Did I did I did I hear you, Will? Holy shit! I think I did. I think I did. Let's get Chill Will up in here. Let's see what we got him. Drop takes, don't you? Drop takes, don't you? Sir, yes, sir. Well, if you gonna drop takes, you might as well go ahead and drop them exhibitiously. Almost forgot that also what we <laughs> how that also started as I'm listening to like the, the as I'm listening to all of the elements of that intro I forgot how, how this even came about let's free chill will I don't even think you guys know how this started free chill will <laughs> oh man from early pod bean days free chill will let's go ahead <laughs> Yeah, bro. Reese Hall has always been the real deal. Him, 
Um, he remind me like Bijan. There are certain people who come out that are just flat the fuck out generational runners, like Elf the Ball Chubb. Like they're they're matched. There's, and there's so many coming out now, so it's it's that's why their value is low. But man, and actually, I'm gonna tell you something, Roshan Johnson. If you don't know that name, that's the guy that used to back up Bijan in Texas, uh, or it was the Tennessee or Texas. It was fucking. Uh, 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 what is it? Was it Texas? I get the fuck. I get the fuck mixed up. It's okay. Uh, uh, wherever the fuck they, they, I just watched them enough to where I seen the back. His backup, Roshan, was is just as good as him, except less athletic. And in some ways, he was even a better like. Her average guy, like, man, and he's with the Bears. It's sorry, it's, it's sad they don't have no line for that guy because they they supposed to be good. They got the skill positions in the line, but I, I don't know about the quarterback. But either way, he's still athletic, and that still would be a fucking nightmare. That should be a nightmare. Um, I don't know what's wrong with their line, but the fact is that Breach is definitely a better runner than Saquon. Saquon is the most pussy putting. So I'm not crazy. That so I wasn't. So I wasn't crazy. I wasn't. Like, I mean, I, I know in the moment I get carried away, but I wasn't crazy about it, but our last statement was up. Yeah, you 230, and you 230, you run almost a 4-3, and, and you don't run motherfuckers over like Bo Jackson. That's Bo Jackson-ish. I mean, he, Bo Jackson probably was 4-2, but, I mean, you know, 4-3, high 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3
you know, even though he plays like a scat back, he's still athletic talent. He, and he can account for, you know, 60, 70% of your fucking offense if you need him to in the game easily. So I, I don't want to take that his greatness from him. It's just when you can see a motherfucker be greater than he really is if he just play like it. Then. But you can't, you can't instill that. That's just something you're born with or you don't have. You, I mean, well, I don't know. I, don't, I think it's something you're born with. Like sometimes you might not have it, but somebody has to bring it out of you. If you've been playing football that long and you still ain't got it, then it's a wrap. He reminds me of the who's the guy that came for the Browns that would play for the Jets. Always, always. Um, he's a he's a he's a, a two point um, the, the boy that played for the Browns that was two thirty and he, he went to the Jets. He had dreads. Oh fuck. Oh, right. not Chris Ivory. Um, no, he would have played for the Browns and he came to y'all the next year. And he wasn't a bad running back. He just, man, he would hit him and he'd go straight the fuck down or backwards. He never fall forward for neck for positive yards almost ever. And I'm like, you way too big to do this shit, man. You 225, 230. Did he play? You talking about during the Rex Ryan era? Uh, it was maybe, maybe. It was about four or five years ago, right before oh. COVID, right before COVID. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So not the Rex Ryan era. Um, 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 shit. You're probably talking about the Adam. Nah, it's okay. I don't remember those years. That's a black hole. Like that's that's when the villain from from Who Framed Roger Rabbit took over as the New York Jets head coach. All right, that's when that's when we had the gays, and I don't remember shit from the gays era. Yeah. I don't. Now, like I said, we're talking about somebody named G A S E before you guys go all that. But yeah, I don't remember shit from the gays era. Like at, at at all, like he tried to frame Roger Rabbit, and then he tried to destroy. He tried to destroy Two Town, and then he tried to destroy the New York Jets. I'm 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 not a fan of him. <laughs> Look at the uh, the depth chart in 2019 or 18. Like that. The running back depth chart. Yeah, the running, the, just the jet. I mean, obviously, yeah, the running back depth chart. Okay. It'll, it'll, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be the last within that. Not Le'Veon Bell. No, no, you would know it. You would know it. Elijah Maguire. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't see the uh-huh. pictures. I'm just looking at names. I'm just looking at uh-huh. names. We had Le'Veon Bell, Elijah Maguire. Let's see. Those are the. Those are the first two names. That's in 2019. Hmm, I don't was know. It the 2020s. Well, let me let me put, let me look at the 2020. I'm gonna take a look at this one. It's right on the tip of my tongue, bro. Damn, it, it, you know what happened? Like that's how it is. It always happens that way. Like like these things are always right. You know, like are always. You know what what, what they say? The mighty fantasy big. football tips, not winning tips, just tips. Not tips. Crowder. Tips. Wait, who who are we looking at? Just the tip. Frank Gore. Just the tip. Just. Nah. What am I? Am I looking at the Jets yeah, roster? Yeah. Frank Gore ain't play. Frank Gore play for us. He did play for us like a year ago. God damn, who didn't Frank Gore play for? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I feel like Frank Gore could still be in the league right now. Like that's just me, but I fully feel. Let's see, not Josh Adams. Uh, K 
Kalen Ballage, Le'Veon Bell again. Uh, I don't know who you talking about. Yeah, when I get to the Jets this year. Yeah, 19 and 20. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know who you're talking about. He was with us for like three years. Jesus, now we're going back to 2016. <laughs> I mean, I just, that shit is bothering me. I don't know why. Um, Let's see. That's the, that's the Todd Bowles era. Okay, that's um, Todd Bowles. Let's see. He's, his favorite person was Patty LaBelle. Matt Forte? Nah, he was from Chicago. <laughs> Jesus. Who do we have them? Yo, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Matt Forte, Robin, Robbie Chosen. Who? Isaiah Crowell. Isaiah Crowell. I think that's his name. Isaiah Crowell. That's his name. I don't even know that name. Cooper with Jets and Isaiah Crowell. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to start off with Jets, Isaiah. Huh. Okay, okay. First to put up Isaiah Thomas, but then I see Isaiah Crowell running back. I see a big beard. Oh, I do see the, I do see the dreads hanging out. There's, one, there's a picture of him without dreads, and there's another picture of him with dreads. Oh, yeah. Well, he was two, about 225, 230. Paper, paper clip for legs. He's only 30. <laughs> but he's probably already out the league. Let me see. Is he still in the league? Yeah, he's out the league. Suck. He's ass. He's out the league, sure. He's not in the league. He was, he was, he was mid. Yeah, he's, he's done. I mean, he had a 77-yard touchdown run as a Jet at one point in time. But you know what though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, that's you know it actually proves my point. It's the same shit we can say about Saquon. Like Saquon got like a seventy-seven yard run. Like <laughs> oh man. And see, and that's why I said like, so, so that's why I go back to it. I, I I don't know if Saquon Barkley is a better athlete than Brees Hall, but I definitely know that Brees Hall is definitely. I mean, uh, Brees Hall is a better athlete than Saquon, but I'm gonna tell you from what I've seen so far, he's at least a smarter athlete so far. And 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 I'll take the smarter athlete over the better athlete. <laughs> right, right, right. And run a four three eight forty. What was his forty time? Look it up. Oh yeah, Saquon Saquon's numbers is up there. No, no, that's on a hey. Okay, forty minutes, and we're starting now. Oh shit. Oh. Shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just figured out what happened. Nosy ass AI talking about my forty time. They're like, what? You need a timer for forty minutes. <laughs> Like, hey, yo, we didn't even try to bring you in like this. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, his 40 time was a 4-4-1. Four, four, yeah, so it's, that's, 
That's fast as fuck. Yeah, no, he's fuck fucked. He's actually, you know what? Let's do this. Actually, let's look up Brees Hall's forty time. It's probably about four, five, four, four, five. Oh, 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 oh. Hey yo, Brees Hall, four point three nine. Just slightly better than, than, than Saquon's, <laughs> but I mean, but that, that's splitting hairs. Like, like honestly, like, like that's talking about if they were side by side, like we're, we're talking about like the nose and jawbone area crossed first. Like he tilted his forehead first. Like that's what we're talking about here. Like bodies are probably damn near even, and when they're trying to cross that finish line, he stuck out the chest, or he, or he, or he swung his arm out, or his nose was forward. Like that's 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 the difference between four four one and four three nine. <coughs> but it's still, I'm gonna say it's the same speed. It's comparable speed. It's 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 fully comparable speed, and and I'm telling you right now, like and it looks and. Even with the looks of him being a better athlete, I still take Brees Hall because so far, so far, I haven't, I haven't seen him try to hurdle a guy. I haven't, I haven't seen him tap dance in the background. I haven't seen him try to do some fancy spin move in open, uh, in, in an open field. It's just, it's just no. Like I, I follow my, I, I follow my blockers. I hit that hole and I use my four three nine speed that that, that Talon just found out about, and I fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> like no 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 Gregory Highs no no Chris Breezy no Michael Jackson no no um no hit me ow I'm so pretty I should kiss myself like no 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 James Brown like none of that shit <laughs> just Forrest Gump all day long run 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 I'm getting excited that's what I'm doing <laughs> oh man. Listen, this is the only this, this is the only place we can be happy for right now as, as a Jets fan. We just have to kind of see where things are gonna go. You have a decent run game. You have you have great wide receivers. You you have an immaculate defense. Have it all come together and let Zach Wilson develop for you because nobody they bring in is going to take you as far as Aaron Rodgers. And if everybody else is just gonna make you mediocre, at least be mediocre with the guy that you're developing. Why give up another draft pick for 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 mediocre? Why pay extra money for mediocre? You have mediocre in the room. Develop it, because also this is this is on the just this is on the just coaching staff to me too, right? Because far too often we get what's going on, Ronnie. Missed you. Far too often, right? We get these guys that are that that come up on one side of the ball, and it, and it happens far too often as Jets and Giants fan. And what happens that? Even with this young quarterback, you can tell in three years he hasn't been developed because the coaching staff has no clue what the fuck they're doing when it comes to developing quarterbacks. But you know what they have developed? Because you know what they ha- what, what side of the ball they came from? They know how to develop a defense. The defense, look, defense looks superb. Quarterback always looks pedestrian. Quarterback never learns how to read a defense properly. Quarterback never learns how to, how to, how to push the ball downfield. But every person on the defense learns how to read the quarterback's eyes. Everybody on the defense know, um, knows, knows everybody's position. The quarterback barely knows how to bite his fingernail. Doesn't even know what the back of his hand looks like. Never Doesn't have an intimate relationship with the front of his hand. How can you develop that?
Well, since we're talking about intimate relationships with the front of your hand, let's get into a little bit of fantasy football here. Just, just, just a little bit. Can I, can I get my song? The mighty fantasy football tips. Not winning tips, just tips, tips, tips. Just the tip? Just the tip. Just the tip. Let's just say what I want involves much more than just the tips. Just the tips. What I want is much more than just the tips. <coughs> if I, I only have about three fantasy football tips for you guys today. Right, we'll see if Chill Will has have, um has any to add for folk for week one and moving forward. But very first one I'm gonna say, and I've said it since last week. I'm gonna say it again this week. Even though last week I was kind of nervous, but I'm still saying it again this week. If you're if you're if you have a porous defense, right, and you're kind and you're kind of playing defense roulette every single week because you don't have that defense quite yet. Just go with the defense that's playing Arizona Cardinals. If you're looking to maintain the 10 points that your defense gives you in a week, play the defense that's playing the Arizona Cardinals. I hope by now you guys have gotten the Washington the Washington, um, the Washington Commanders um, Cardinals. I mean, defense. New York Jets defense. Some of the higher defenses out there. If they're still out there in whatever league that you're in, I'm surprised. Go get them. You should have gotten them yesterday. That's when, that's, that's when the waivers opened. I'll start putting your bits for them yesterday. Right, but go with the defense that's playing the Arizona Cardinals. You heard me talk about the New York Jets here. And a lot of you picked up Aaron Rodgers as your starting quarterback. I don't know if you picked up a, a, a solid backup quarterback. And I know a lot of times in fantasy, we like to do the next man up thing. Like, oh, like it's called handcuffing positions, right? You like to handcuff a backup. In this case, you don't want Aaron Rodgers back up. You heard me talk about Zach Wilson and the fact that, oh, he could look better and the fact that he didn't take any snaps um, this week, so he was unfamiliar with the game plan. So basically, his the reason why he looked the same way he looked like last year is because they basically gave him the game plan from last year and he still beat the Buffalo Bills with the same sorry game plan from last year. Oh, my God. And, and and Wilson with that one arm catch, not Zach Wilson. We're, we're talking about um 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 Garrett Wilson with with that one arm catch with the defender on him, like to to, to put the right arm on there, pop, have the ball pop up, and then and then and then touch it again, right? Have it pop up again, sit down and bring it in. I'm like, hey yo six, stand up on you. And then that not even be the most athletic portion of that play is after that Alan Lazar fully clearing him. Jumping over him like he was like 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 he was the dwarf from Game of Thrones. So leave Zach Wilson alone. If you think about handcuffing the Never Jets quarterback, don't do it. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Until I see better, I doubt that Zach Wilson is going to break 210 yards and the majority of his games. I doubt he's going to have more than two. I'm, I'm, I doubt he's going to have two touchdowns or more in the majority of his games. 
I can't even though I can I can see ways that he wins games. I don't see him producing. I don't see him seeing the producer. Like he's just along for the ride. He may he he may he may have control of the steering wheel, but there's a there's an actual real driver with the real steering wheel somewhere. Now, to actually to actually follow that next man up situation, right? If you if you had any of Philadelphia's running backs in the right, <laughs> right now you probably want to go ahead and and handcuff or go ahead and get um, DeAndre Swift if he's still out there available. Actually, I didn't even check to see if Swift was available, right? And I probably should have said check that before I check before I started with the podcast. But let's let's take a look. I said I have faith in the people that I play with that DeAndre Swift is, is, is not going to be there because they have a lot of injuries that's going on in Philly. And when we talk about injuries, we're talking about a lot, a lot, a lot of injuries. So let's go ahead and transition, right, from fantasy football into a little The Mighty Injury Report. <laughs> Yep, DeAndre Swift is not available in my league. Okay. And I didn't expect him to. Now, part of the reason why we talk about DeAndre Swift being available in the league is because we have a lot of injuries going on. Well, with you got to Google it. Just, just type it in the search box. What are you talking about? What? Type his name in the search box. Type Swift in the search box. Oh, I did. I already, I already verified it in the, for the league. He's not available in the and league. Whose team was it? Oh, I, um, Team DESR. I don't know whose team that is. Team Desser. I don't know what team that is. I don't, let's see. Let's see if it gives me their full name if I try to trade with them. Nah. It doesn't really tell me um, who has it. I got to figure out who to tell Team Desser is. And then, let's see, let's see, let's see. Matchups. League. Uh, people. Where, where's the teams at? Schedule, playoff brackets, scoreboard, finding standings. Uh, who the fuck is Team DSR? I don't know who the fuck that is. <clears throat> That's probably their 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 love handle, and I don't know that love handle. But DeAndre Swift. For um for 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 you guys in the up in other leagues, right? Check and see if DeAndre Swift is available. Like I said, because for the for the Philadelphia Eagles, they have um their running back Kenneth Gainwell. He's out injured, right? They have you also have their cornerback James Bradbury. He's out injured. Their safe and oh, let's back up a little bit. Kenneth Kenneth Gainwell. He's out injured. And he's with he's in concussion protocol. For James Bradbury, right? Their cornerback. Reed Blankenship, their safety and the, and their defensive tackle Fletcher Cox, they all got rib injuries. Like all of them got rib injuries. Like I found that <laughs> I've call me ignorant if you want to. I don't remember ever seeing this many. I don't ever remember seeing a lot of rib injuries. Period in the league, and, and for one and, and for one team to have three of them, 
I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Now, maybe rib injuries used to just be called abdominal strains or abdominal injuries or maybe torso injury or whatever, you know? Maybe they didn't get as far as, like, hey, it's the actual ribs. But three rib injuries. And, and like I said, and their and they're number one running back, right, Gainwell, um, as of right now, being concussion protocols, means that we have a lot of opening, a lot of time available for DeAndre Swift. Um, actually, as we move from Thursday, as, as we move from the injury report, Right, we kind of just transitioned directly into Thursday night football because the Philadelphia Eagles are involved in the, in the Thursday night football game going on tomorrow, where we have the Owen one, yeah, the Owen one Minnesota Vikings facing off against the one and Philadelphia Eagles, and I should have known, I should have known. See, I told you guys, I told you guys when I that with the Minnesota Vikings, and, and it, <laughs> I should have known, I should have, I should have known. I told you, you don't pick Minnesota Vikings. If it's a prime time game, or if it's a game that feels like prime time, and I should have realized that opening week or week one in the NFL is going to be is, is going to feel like a, is going to feel like a prime time game. Even though they were playing a team that they probably should have beaten, opening week feels like prime time. So now we have all one Minnesota Vikings going up, going up against, going up against Philadelphia Eagles. And even though this isn't prime time, actually, no, this is prime time. What am I saying? It's Thursday night football. It's, it's prime time, and it's against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I, I, I feel. I think not only not only does Vegas agree, right? The odd makers. I, I think everybody here that that doesn't live in Minnesota is probably gonna feel that Minnesota, that Philadelphia should take the uh, should take this victory, right? <clears throat> What's going on basketball and welcome to the podcast. Right now they have Philadelphia, right, coming in as um as 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 a six point five as a, as a six and a half point favorite. On the money line, I think I think it's negative two. Is, 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 on the money line is two seventy four, and the over under they have right now is at forty nine points. Now that, that's the one I was kind of curious about. So I'm like, huh, hmm. Does Minnesota put up these buckets? But then you look at all the. When you look at cornerback out, safety out, defensive tackle out. While Philly has death, and they should just probably just end up winning this game. Doesn't that doesn't it doesn't make it feel like hey Minnesota's gonna just be an anemic team and not put up buckets? Forty nine feels kind of right, but it feels kind of high. Cause then what we're talking about here, even if it is forty nine, let's 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 say worst best case scenario, we're talking thirty one to eighteen. Does that sound that sound feasible? A complete blowout by oh they're saying six and a half. So let's bring this a little bit closer. So let's bring this, let's bring this a little bit closer, right? 28-21? Is that what we're talking about here? A difference of one touchdown? 
We can see Kirk Cousins putting up three touchdowns in this game, but without 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 Dalvin cooking that running game though, it makes me wonder if one of these touchdowns that you would generally see will come off the board because now we get a pick six by Kirk Cousins. So instead of this being like 21-28, we get something closer to 14-35? So I guess, my, I guess what I'm trying to figure out more than anything else, do I believe that Minnesota can break 20 points? That's really what it is. Can they convert all of these to touchdown? Can they break 20 points? Because if they don't break 20 points, that six and a half, you still looking at that six and a half, you still wondering like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Philly can cover it. I think Philly can cover that six and a half. And what's the payout for six and a half? Nah, there's no good payout. No good payout in any of these shits. <laughs> I think it's 216, right? No, 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 it's not even good. It's not good. Who do we get that from? Who's over here trying to get a hold of us? Nobody. Just random bullshit. How do you... Chill Will, you still with me? You still got Chill Will there? Ronnie, you still with me? How do you feel about this game tomorrow, Ronnie? Who you got, Minnesota or Philly? Who you got, Chill Will? Minnesota or Philly? What, talk, say that again? Philly all day, man. Philly's consistent. Basketball and beer. Everybody else that that's out there, let me know. Put them in the comments. Who you got, who you guys got out there? You you didn't even you talk about fantasy tips. You didn't even tell me. You ain't even asked me. You just went on. My bad. My yeah. I did I did the transition. I, listen, I transitioned fast. I went straight from fantasy to injury reports to Thursday night football. <laughs> I just, but I just gave you a tip earlier, Roshan Johnson. You put him on your, you want a hand, mm. he a hand hit. You put him, you put him on your back of your bench, Roshan Johnson. Oh, wow, Jonathan Mingo. Oh my gosh, John. Not, well, Alan, like you want to see. And which teams are we talking about here? Make sure you, don't forget Carolina, to get these Carolina, people. Don't forget to get these people teams. Gonna, Oh, I was like, yo, I was like, oh, you, you got somebody in the passenger seat? You whispering to somebody like, hey, yo, Man, turn that, turn that ass over. Crazy. That is the fattest ass I've ever seen. I'm like, yo, you, you, yo, you getting a head in the whip tonight? You, you, you pulling your nori out, dog? You getting some head in the whip? <laughs> Ooh, remember that song? Get head in the whip tonight, crushing it. Get head in the whip tonight. Yeah, <laughs> but. Oh damn! Well, I forgot my train. Oh, Roshan Johnson. Uh, uh, just the, all those them second like Elijah Mitchell. Like if you was the if you got Elijah Mitchell, you good for a handcuff. Some handcuffs are cool, cool, but people that's probably can go and get off of off of waivers. Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly from um, Zach Moss. Joshua Kelly from the Chargers. Okay. Zach Moss from the from the Bills. Those are the two that you probably want to do with running back. Cause Zach Moss didn't play, but he'll probably be laid back, not the Bills, but uh, Indianapolis. Okay. Oh, so give you the probably lead back in that backfield. So those are two you can look at. I mean, you always and any anything you're looking for reps and you're looking for opportunity. 
So you're going to look at how many targets and carries they got. And that's when you start. You see, they get, they may not have a good week, but look at how many targets and carries they got. They got like five targets at a running back. It's awesome. They might have got one catch, but that means they're going to them. If they get that consistently over two or three weeks, that means that they're, they're in the offense. And, they're, they're, and they're line, the, their, the share of the offense, you know, if they got 20, 30%, that's, that's good or higher. Saquon would sometimes have a way higher, like 50 to 60, depending on Aaron, like an Aaron Jones or something like that. So you want to go to the people who you, like good people who got good lines that use their backs. That's who you handcuff those teams. You want to go to get the wide receivers that might be third, second and third wide receiver on a team that throw the ball a lot. That because you know when they when they was when the ones when the main ones get hurt. That's why Kadarius Tony was such a good pickup, but he can't catch. <laughs> uh, so like the Rams receivers or the Rams receivers they, they you may not know their names but they're gonna get a lot of targets because Cooper Cup gone somebody gotta catch them fucking balls mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. The, it's typically that second guy because the, the first guy like Van Jefferson he gonna get either double team or bottled up because whatever and then those other guys get a lot of balls you know what I'm saying or maybe you know that, that, that tight end depending on what type of tight end it is it's on, a, on the field it's a catching tight end Sometimes it's just you gotta wait because they may not pay dividends in the beginning of the year. It's when the injuries start mounting up, or they just get acclimated to the system, and they have you know just take one big game from a rookie for them to have a coming out party, you know. So yeah, you just gotta sit on some of those guys, and and that's the main thing, man. Opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. And 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 to add on to the end of that, this is why when we we talk about the when I talk about the draft, sometimes why. Sometimes four to five skill position players is is necessary because now that that maybe that guy that you took that that you took that flyer in and you made him your fifth wide receiver for some odd reason or your fifth running back for some reason now you're like you know what I don't see myself needing him you switch that guy out easily you see these are the guys that you that you ease that you, that you're able to easily get rid of to to to, to bring in a, to bring in a Johnson to bring in a Swift to to bring in um, who else you mentioned out there um well um. But but these are how you bring in those guys easily because Moss. yeah Moss, Moss and, and you and you let them sit for a while or maybe even you drafted them originally, right and and because you thought or you anticipated like hey this guy is injured or this guy is banged up let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and pick up like maybe this third wide receiver because when the second wide receiver gets moved to the number one slot as Chill Will was saying, defensive start testing him and let's see how he deals with number one pressure heavy number one pressure. And next thing you know, the guy that was anticipating getting 12 targets and, and maybe eight catches, or 10 targets and maybe six, just six catches as, as number one, he only get he only he only catches two balls because they bottled him up. And now that number two guy's over there, he got he has eight he has eight catches for for 96 yards and a touchdown. You're like, oh goddamn! Fantasy. Remember, I said these aren't these aren't these aren't winning tips. These are just the tips, just tips, tips. Tips, just the tip of the tips. Oh, and it's coming in. It's coming unanimous everywhere. It's coming in unanimously everywhere. I am not seeing one person um, rep Philly. Right? I mean, rep Minnesota right now. Don't you know? Right? No, nobody. Nobody cares about Bobby's world. It's all. It's all about Philly, Philly, and 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 and, and them wanting to rock. And I ain't gonna lie. As dope as that song is, isn't that kind of gay? The rock, like I. Like is or, or is he gay? Is that dude gay? I just want to rock, God. Sure. 
the, the little the little dude, the, the, the little four foot, little five foot one guy that made that song. Oh. From Philly, is is he gay? I can't hear you. You can't hear me. I can't me. hear you, bro. What you saying? Oh, I ain't got no chain on. Oh. <laughs> That's a change, nigga. Look at me acting like nigga. Nigga, come here. Nigga. Oh my gosh, I can't stand niggas like that. You know what? I so I've I've had this thing. If I because we have access, we I have an app on my phone, right? And with this app, if there's work available today, right or tomorrow, you can literally walk in and work today, tomorrow, no questions asked. Fill out the information on the app and go. We're talking about like places like Coca-Cola and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like 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 restaurant warehouses and shit like that. But you know, like decent places that always have some kind of overabundance of work. When I get people that like, hey, you got a dollar, man? I'm like, do you have a phone? <laughs> I'm like, they're like, yeah, I have a phone. Download this app. Man, I don't know if I down listen, listen, I call Winola here. I have a code right here. You you can scan this. You can start working tomorrow. Tomorrow you can start working. Man, eh. I got nothing for you. Sorry. Like, you wanted a dollar, I gave you an opportunity. So, speaking of, we're we, we going fast today. Yeah, this is good. Yo, did I, did, did I tell you? Oh, you don't, I don't know if you heard, but to, to, to uh, Ronnie, to, 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 to Chill Will over here, all right? I gotta keep that going (laughs) to to everybody else out there that hasn't heard we will be switching up our days at Sharky's we will no longer be there on Wednesdays we're gonna start being there for Monday Night Football we're gonna be there live every Monday night for Monday Night Football not quite sure if I'm gonna start it off this this first Monday coming out we're gonna start on but I think we're probably gonna start on the 25th I need time for some more equipment to come in. And I'm also debating if I want to go back to my old light system or if I just want to get two ring lights and just function off of two mini ring lights or two de- or two decent-sized ring lights. I like the frames that the... That I like the... I like the frames. I guess the easiest way to say it without having a pausable moment in sports. Which... Damn, I've been meaning to get you guys uh, attached on this thread. We have a new segment coming up on the on, on the podcast. I'm, I'm still working on it. You just kind of heard me mention it. We're going to start having some pausable moments in sports <laughs> coming up. It's exactly how it sounds. And if you've watched sports enough or listened to sports enough, you know there's a lot of pausable moments in sports. We're gonna to toss those up and have a little bit. I have a little bit of fun with them. Toss, pause. <laughs> Speaking of tossing up, right? And, and having fun with sports. I don't know if you guys know this right now, and I probably should. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this right now, but the W. Yeah, I think you know. I think you guys know where I'm going now. The W. NBA playoffs has officially begun. They have officially begun. Right now, the Las Vegas Aces are beating the brakes off of the Chicago Sky. If you guys remember, the Chicago Sky won a championship. Um, actually, 
Yeah, we won a championship. Maybe, I think it was last year. Yeah, last year with Candace Parker on the squad. Right now, they're coming in as, as the... As the last place, um, as the last place team, um, as, as the as the last as the lowest seeded team to go in the playoffs, as they have the unfortunate opportunity of facing the Las Vegas Aces, who have been the best team in the WNBA all year long. Earlier today, right? Or I should say earlier today. Well, actually. Yeah, earlier today we had the, the, the Minnesota Lynx taking on the Connecticut Sun. I'll pull up the final score. My bad. This all happened live. Yep. And Connecticut ended up working, working them. Completely working them. 90 to 60. 30 point blowout. As Connecticut ended up setting the record in that game for most three-pointers made in a playoff game. And you know what? No one will remember this ever. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I remembered it. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, okay. Who? I thought that was a different number. Whew. So, yeah, it's 90 to 60. Alicia Thompson, she's the second player in WNBA history with... And I missed the stat line. Well, no, they were they were balling out there today. They were definitely balling out there today. Um, today we, like I said, today we have Connecticut and Minnesota, and also you see the number one one team with Las Vegas and Chicago playing. Um, today's Wednesday. On Friday, we have the number two team in the league, the New York Liberty, right? And Brianna Stewart taking on former champions, the, um, the Washington Mystic. The Washington Mystic, you guys remember, they won a championship right before COVID with Ella Della Don. If you guys remember, it took Ella Della Don a couple of years to break through and finally win her first WNBA championship. Every year before that, um, even even when her team was a favorite, she kept on coming up short um, um, due, due, to, due to various injuries. The fi- that, 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 that final year when she finally won her championship, um, um, bit her um, bit down, grit her teeth, and and worked through her injuries, and was actually finally able to take her team to a championship, um, um, to win a WNBA championship. So we have former champion Watson and Mister taking on Liberty. We got former champions in the in in the Chicago Sky taking on the Las Vegas Aces. Why do we talk about those two? Those are the number one and the number two team, uh, number two seeded teams, and these are the two teams that are slated to possibly meet in the WNBA finals. So far this year, the Las Vegas Aces has uh, has gotten the better of the New York Liberty, but the New York Liberty has shown that they can beat Las Vegas, and if you know what, they won't go down without a fight. That's going to be a very interesting seven-game series if we get the magical matchup that we want. Brianna Stewart so far, I don't know if you guys know this, she has scored the record in the WNBA for most points scored in a season with 919 points. It's still weird to me because they got Jewel Lloyd at 939 and I'm not quite sure how that correlates. Asia Wilson um, finished right behind her with 912. And, folks, these are the three individuals that broke the previous record of 885 points in a season. 
Asian 912, Stewie 919, and Jewel Lloyd with 939. Right? As we said, the New York Liberty will be taking on a Washington Mystics on Monday. And like I said, I don't know if you guys have been seeing what Brianna Stewart has been doing. We're talking about from 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 40-point games to triple-doubles to double-doubles. Right? She's gone to New York and just set record after and one. Because New York, because it's been a while since New York has had a franchise player in the modern era, right, of the WNBA, they have a lot of antiquated records. And Brianna Stewart came and set all of them. She broke all of them. Most points by a player in a season, broken. Most double-doubles in a season, broken. Triple-doubles in a season, broken. Then we have Sabrina Ionescu this season putting up the most three-pointers in, um, in, 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 in New York history, right? And you know how I know? Because she put up the third most tri um, trips in WNBA history this season. This is the combination that, they, that they've been talking about, the Ionescu and, and, and Stewie. Now, This is the part that makes me nervous about our championship aspirations. Because, as I said, the Las Vegas Aces are for real. Like, when I say for real, the Las Vegas Aces are absolutely and 100% the truth. And not only are the number one seed, they also have a badass on their team, too, that plays the same position as Bianca Stewart named Asia Wilson. And the majority of this year, I have heard that Asia Wilson is going to be MVP. Well, we find out today as we get ready to do the podcast that Brianna Stewart wins AP Player of the Year. And when we get ready to do a podcast on Monday, I'll tell you how often the AP Player of the Year versus the actual MVP Right? How often that person wins the WNBA championship? We'll have that number a little we'll have that number for you on Friday. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Okay, see he put on a note today. Thank you to every person that reached out, called, text, DM, connected through friends, etc. It has meant a ton to me. I'll try to get back to all of you soon. I'm completely heartbroken and moving through the emotions, but deeply touched and humbled by the support of them all. Please keep me in your thoughts and prayers as they as begin the healing process. The night is darkness before the dawn, and I shall rise yet again. So, so there was one thing I, I, I did want to mention earlier that Aaron Rodgers will be coming back next year. He's going. He's going to come back next year. One because of personal pride, right? And let's hope that personal pride makes him a little bit smarter. Right, where he realizes that you don't need Peyton Manning in his first year in Denver. You need Peyton Manning in his second year in Denver. I need your wits more than I need your arm. I need your smarts more than I need your legs. I need your knowledge more than I need you to be MVP. More than I need you to be spectacular. Peyton Manning really learned. I mean, Peyton Manning was always a timing guy. But get your ball to your playmakers with the smart wits and the timing that you know that, that you can do and manipulate in this league and let your playmakers um playmate. You know we know that we know when you're able to recognize single coverage, right? Because Zach Wilson hasn't been able to recognize that yet to be able to take advantage of it and just throw the ball up for Sauce Gardner to go ahead and I mean Zach for for for, for Garrett Wilson to go ahead and just and just catch. That's why that's the reason why you heard me on Monday say 
I wish they had Rex Ryan. Because when Rex Ryan had Mark Sanchez and Santonio Holmes or, or um, or, um, Plexico Barras? No, that's the Giants. Brandon Marshall? At times, he will just put the ball up in the air. He'll see one-on-one coverage, and you're like, hey, throw that shit up. Because either these motherfuckers are going to catch it, or they'll draw a PI, a pass interference call. Zach Wilson hasn't quite... I didn't see him take advantage of that in the first, in, 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 in this last run. Even if your game plan is super vanilla, there are times when you have to be able to recognize coverages, recognize your mismatch. It's like a point guard in the NBA constantly having his center matched up on a point guard and not throwing him the ball in the paint. Or that center realizing that they got a point guard on me and not going to the paint. Your 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 sports smarts matter, right? You like your sports IQ matter, and I'm hoping to see an improvement in Zach Wilson's IQ over the next because that's what, that's what really matters. We know he he has all the arm talent as, as most of these quarterbacks do, right? Most of them have all the arm talent in the world. Like like like, how smart are you with the ball? How smart are you in your playmaker? How smart are you in your decision making? And apparently. Brianna Stewart has 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 been excellent at it this this whole entire season. Has, and man, I hate to say it because it's been so unfortunate for New York sports this whole entire year, right? We go from basketball where you're stuck with guys like Ben Simmons in Brooklyn, or Julius Randle right when the New York Knicks are trying to make uh, are trying to make an impressive playoff push, right? Julius Randle gets injured at the end of the season and then get in the playoffs. You get um, Diaz for the Mets hurting himself during a celebration during the um, the 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 baseball World Classic games or whatever those are those are called, that, that was called. Like it's 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 just been a weird old year. You get Aaron Rodgers hurting himself in the fourth in in the fourth game of the season. Now you have Brianna Stewart with the New York Liberty about to go all of the way, and I'm just hoping that she holds up. I hate to say it, but with the way that New York sports has been going, you over you just kind of look at it like, oh man, this may be too good to be true. We're like to that we're gonna have Brianna Stewart fully healthy do all of the playoffs. I'm sorry. I'm, as you can see, as much as I try not to be, I, I, I still, I'm still a little jaded. I'm still a little butt hurt from what has happened with these New York, with these New York Jets. So, so let's 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 take let's just take a quick look at the AFC East for a little bit, because if you're the Miami Dolphins, you're ecstatic, right? So let, let's 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 bring this back. Let, let's let's bring let's let's bring this out for a little bit. Call on camera in Florida. Florida man decided to bring an alligator with him while making a beer run. Right, if you're in the, if, if you're the Miami Dolphins in the AFC East, uh, and I don't know why I decided to use this voicemail to talk about the Miami Dolphins. Right, <laughs> I hate him. I hate him so bad. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. But for the Miami Dolphins, stop it. <laughs> oh, 
bad. For the Miami Dolphins, yeah, that's a little bit better. You have to be ecstatic, right? Be. Miami Dolphins had a good odds, even beforehand, to win the Super Bowl. You have to imagine, right? And not just imagine, we know. That you have to imagine that with the with Aaron Rodgers going down, that their chances have gone up. Because for the most part, even though it's been believed that, yo, the Miami Dolphins can actually win this division, it's still be like, yo, they, they were part of three teams because because Buffalo was still there and you had to factor in what the New York Jets had done well the New York Jets just took just took down the Buffalo Bills and while taking down the um, the Buffalo Bills also eliminated themselves from from con um, from contention as well like like this is the full definition of double-edged sword <clears throat> so the Miami Dolphins beat the LA Chargers 36 to 34 right they, they improved to 1-0 the New England Patriots they lose to Philly, to, um, to Philly. so they so they drop down to 0-1. Buffalo loses to New York, so Buffalo drops down to 0-1. While the New York New York Jets um, move up to 1-0, but like I said, they just lost their quarterback. So how long do they stay be able are able to keep pace and stay on par with, with the best teams in the AFC East or the AFC in general? Eh, you don't see that lasting for very long. Even though before the New York before Brees Hall was injured last year, the New York Jets were seven and two. And those two losses, those two losses had only come to New England and Bill Belichick because he makes neophyte quarterbacks and young quarterbacks look like they belong in, pop, in the Pop Warner League. He makes all of them look stupid. That's the reason why that, why that, why that Philly game was so close. I don't care that, 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 that Jalen Hurts was just in the Super Bowl last year. Nah, he, he's only been in this league for like three years. You understand? Bill Belichick still has 17 years worth of plays to throw at him that he has never seen. Another 17 years of concepts that he doesn't he does, he even have. Like, oh my God, I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't even know that was possible. He still has that to go through. So when you play in New England... And their bad quarterback situation, know that they have a good defense and a genius of a head coach when it comes to that defense. And a guy that takes pleasure in making young neophyte quarterbacks look stupid. <clears throat> so, if you're New England, if, I mean, if you're Miami, you're, you're kind of happy right now, right? Because you have... A leg up on you have a leg up on Buffalo, and you don't believe the Jets gonna be able to keep pace with you. And as long as you got, as long as you keep running, they'll eventually fall um, fall behind you. You just you just have more stamina right now for this race, right now. Like we know that your quarterback is is, is, is a gang member. Like he'll throw up he'll throw up crip signs in a minute. All those blood signs. They're Hawaiian gang member signs. <laughs> As he as as Tua got a tongue twister threatens Ryan Clark, but I guarantee you he'll never say anything to Bart Scott. <laughs> on, on on simple criticism too, like grow up, man up. 
And this is sports we talking about here. Like, get out your, get, get out your personal life butt cheeks. This is sports. So, Miami takes on, Miami's gonna take on New England um, this week in week two. And they're only a two and a half point favorite. They're, really, they're only a two and a half point favorite in this game. I think it was 141 on the money line over under 46 and a half. But two and a, but a, but a two that's that's just in a field goal. That means if they're playing in Miami, they probably think Miami wins. Barely squeaks out a victory. If Miami wins, they the same thing happens. It's probably gonna be a. It's probably gonna be very similar to what happened in Philly. It's gonna be a hard-nosed game. It's gonna be. It's gonna be well fought, and it's gonna be less than a touchdown for the win. Less than a touchdown for that win. I honestly, even though I hate to say it and I hate to do it and I hate to pick them, but I gotta pick somebody that I hate. I'm probably gonna end up picking New England to win this game. I, I, I think that's probably where I'm going to go. But that, but that two and a half point, right? Those two and a half points. Ooh, 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 yo. What do you got? What are you guys thinking out there? I know, I know, this is early. <clears throat> listen, hey, hey, uh, we don't even have to think. Listen, you guys don't have to think about it. This, this is, this is just me taking. Making sure I fully um, fulfill my obligations to New York and Florida by covering all of their information. I'm not gonna talk Jacksonville. Like fuck that. I'm not even gonna talk. I'm not even gonna talk New York Giants today. Like, we'll talk about them on Friday. Like we'll, we'll we'll reserve Jacksonville and the Giants for Friday talk. Right now, I just want to focus on what's going on in the AFC East. Buffalo takes on Las Vegas. Where they are a nine and a half point favorite, and I was like, God damn, nine and a half, nine and a half, nine and a half. For you to be a nine and a half point favorite, they must really think that other team is complete shit. I mean, you have no faith in the Las Vegas Raiders. No believe in Derek Carr? Derek Carr still over there? No believe in Devontae Adams? Like none? But I can understand this. They're in Las Vegas. Las Vegas has kind of been teetering even since the days of Chucky. Right? Like they had a good rally for a couple um, um for for a while, but just kind of faded back in, 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 in into below mediocrity. I haven't quite dug themselves out. So probably have a couple of things that they need to go ahead and change around there. Quarterback probably is, is probably the first thing. Like I said, not a bad quarterback, but Derek Carr sounds a lot like Kirk Cousins to me. And 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 we talked about this last year. We started talking about this last year. All of Kirk Cousins' cousins. Dak Prescott, right? Derek Carr. We went around the league. He has uh, um, Jameis Winston. Kirk Cousins has a lot of cousins around the league. There's a lot of mediocre, average quarterbacks. There's a lot of good ones, too. They're on the AFC. 
<laughs> right? And and or, or they're too young in the NFC right now. But but there's a bunch of them out there, and and, and Derek Carter is, is, is just happens to be one of them. Now part of the reason I can understand this is because not only does Las Vegas suck, but there's a certain this 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 is trying to tie into your emotions because you gotta because it makes you start think believing that oh Buffalo is going to be extra motivated right they're going to feel some type of way of losing that close game to New York Jets in overtime Josh Allen's gonna come through firing all cylinders the Las Vegas they don't have the kind of defense that 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 that, that the New York Jets have so you have to figure that they want that that Josh Allen's not gonna have another three interception game so those passes are gonna start getting through um, go ahead and pencil in Stephon Diggs for about 150 yards listen I don't gotta tell you guys in fantasy to go ahead and start Stephon Dicks. If I got to tell you that, just stop playing fantasy, <laughs> right? You just need to deal with real life situations at, at, at all times, work and pay bills. That's it. <laughs> but, but I can understand that, like, like that's what that kind of line plays to, right? Nine and a half point favorite. That's damn near a blowout. But that's taken into Vegas not being good. That if it wasn't if it, if it wasn't for the New York Jets having one of the best defensive in the league, that Buffalo does more. That 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 Josh Allen looks better. For Stephon Diggs, I already had a hundred yards. Tack on another fifty because he's gonna get busy. So maybe that's something you look into, right? Look into look into the prop bet. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if we can. Let's see what we have here for Buffalo, right? There's 244 prop bets available. Let's see if one of them is Stephon Diggs over 150 yards, and and I and it has to be something like that, right? Uh, let's see. Las Vegas Raiders overtime, halftime, overtime, halftime. Uh, race to 10 points. Who will make it first? Race to 20 points. Race to 30. Race to 40. Race to 15, including overtime. What? Hey, yo. How we just skip all, <coughs> yo, all over the place? Race to 35. I didn't see. Okay, wait. Am I in the wrong area? Do I, do I need a player portion for this? <laughs> Same game parlays, after line halves, quarters, game props. Let's, let's see what we have for game props. Yeah, because I definitely wasn't 244. That was like. A solid 12. All right. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Highest scoring quarter, highest scoring half. Total. Let's see, what do you have? Total touchdowns, in, including overtime. Let's see, the best the best odds are on over two and a half at 680. Let's see, total field goals made. No, I don't care about that. Odds to win. That's the. Hey yo, like why is it so hard to navigate? Why are you telling me that there's two hundred and forty-four? Oh, you know what? Let's go to all. <laughs> let's go to all, and let's see if I can find a prop bet that involves just Stefan Diggs. And and you know what? It could very simply just be that 
they don't want to put that in as a bet because it may be it may hit too uh, yeah because you know they I mean vegas and these books that they're kind of smart right they're kind of half smart they kind of know what they're doing and you have to figure that they don't want to put something in there that they can lose a lot of money to like oh my goodness oh my goodness like the chick that had her wig fall off on um, on that one podcast oh my god <laughs> right <laughs> that was forever rent space in my head and she's over there talking that shit is just sliding sliding and sliding and she's like oh my god my wig just fell off But speaking of bad bets, right? Or oh, and I didn't find it, so who knows? I don't know if you guys heard, but for that first game, right? For Monday night game last night, um, a couple days ago, there was a bar in Wisconsin that said that there would be free drinks if the Jets lose. Free drinks if the Jets lose to Buffalo. Right, was it free drinks if the Jets lose to Buffalo? Yeah. The Jets lose to Buffalo. Yeah. So then, what ended up happening is that as soon as Aaron, and, and obviously Aaron Rodgers went down early, but as soon as Aaron Rodgers went down, obviously everybody in this bar assume that this was going to be a blowout. They assume that, that the New York Jets would not have a chance in the world to win this game. And you heard them be talking like, hey, you know what? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, I'm thinking about the finances here. You know? And so people were really making financial decisions like, yo, like, I hate that this is happening to him. I really shouldn't be doing this. But Yo, my, my, my wallet says that, hey, this is a perfect opportunity for me to get some free some free drinks. What's going on, Mark? And so, and Aaron Rodgers go down, goes down, they start running up their tab. Shots here, shots there. Hey, buy him a shot. Casamigos, top shelf this. Cleared out everything top shelf that night. They cleared out all things top shelf. I may be adding this last part, but it makes it sound juicier. Cleared out everything top shelf. <laughs> and I think we all know the outcome of that game. I think we all know the outcome of that game. That the New York Jets end up winning that game. And next thing you know, people that normally have $50 tabs, $100 tabs, Maybe even those guys that got to go a little crazy sometimes. First, you know, it's, Monday, it's the first Monday night, but maybe a $200 tab. We're talking about $1,000 tabs, $500 tabs. We're talking about real-life decisions being made at the bar that night. We're talking about, hey, yo, um, I don't even like using this credit card, but it's, it's, uh, I guess I'm going to have to use it today. <laughs> We all know that credit card that we hold on to that we don't like to use. Yeah, 
They had to pull that one out for their tab. Talk about a come up. Like that bar must have made a, a, a thousand percent profit. A three, I feel like a three thousand percent profit that day. And, and 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 I'm talking about on top of the inflation that he was gonna, they were already gonna have because it was a Monday night football game, and then and I'm having a bunch of people coming out to watch the Aaron Rodgers right Aaron Rodgers play. And do you guys did you guys know that that was that was the most the highest rated Monday night football game that ESPN has ever had? Yes. Highest rated Monday night football game ESPN has ever had. Previous game before then was Green Bay, Minnesota when Brett Favre was in Minnesota. And so let's say even the last one still involved Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. It's just funny that the, the, the first, the last, the, the last one was in the was in the beginning of his career, and this one is in the end of his career. Towards the end of his career. Let's not call it the end yet. Even though for bigger players, right, offensive linemen, right, defensive linemen, that has had this that has had this injury later on in their career, this was a career ender for them. It, like, but but for them, like I said, you talk about three hundred pounds on the body. You talk about them them trying to help another guy move space, or fight another guy to move space. This is. A body half that weight that's that is that, that that is fluttering back and trying to make sure he doesn't get hit again. The other guys they couldn't avoid the, the hit. <clears throat> so, mm -mm -mm. where was I at? Jets, Giants, odds, numbers, highest rated game. Yeah, so, yeah, this bar. Right? These people at this bar. Hey, but you know what, though? This this is just goes to show you. Sometimes, just don't go over your beans. Like, just, just stay within your means. Like, why did you have to go excess? Like, no, like, but I, I get it, though. I, I'm not going to lie. I probably would have traded in my regular Long Island iced tea to a fully top-shelf Long Island iced tea. So instead of my Long Island iced tea costing me $12, it would have cost me 62 Or 60 Right? Then I would have smashed two, three of them. Next thing you know, ordered some food. You're talking about a $250 bill versus something that should have been 50 80 I don't like using this credit card. <laughs> and that's not what you're telling the, the waitress, whatever. That's what you're saying in your head as you look for, like, yo, how the fuck am I going to pay for this shit? God damn. Nigga don't fuck themselves. Like, I'm like using this. Here you go, mama. Yeah, this one should work. <laughs> right? Like, you know you're in the middle. Yeah, this one should work. You had to pull out the one that you don't even want to use. That one, when the balance goes down, if you if you share a household with somebody, they going to check you like, hey, uh, any reason why you spent $777 at the pub yesterday? Uh, yeah, see why I have it was. Like, I started buying niggas drinks thinking they were free. <laughs> it's funny, though. Like, like, hey, you get a drink. You get a drink. Hey, put it on my tab. <laughs> like, 
Man, that's probably what I would have done. I would have found somebody that wants to put that. Then I'm like, nah, maybe I got you that drink. Like, nah, we gonna put that on your. But nah, you so nah. Dude, I need you. I'm, I'm gonna need you to have to pay for. <laughs> like, nope. DoorDash. <laughs> you ain't about to catch me on that one. So. We, 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 we left, left off on Buffalo, Las Vegas as we were just rounding up the AFC East. And we talked about how that nine-and-a-half-point favor that they that they have for Buffalo of Las Vegas has to be the, one of the most disrespectful lines out there when you're talking about a professional football team. Well, I said that in full consciousness that the Dallas Cowboys are also a nine-and-a-half-point favorite over the New York Jets. Like, a yo. couple of things here this is playing on now again the recency bias we just saw the Dallas Cowboys demolish a New York team a New York team that they thought had a better line than the New York Jets so when that line got dismantled you were really like hey well, what's gonna happen with the Jets and this New York fight quarterback that you know may sound like you oh, oh shit <laughs> right? So they're nine and a half point favorite, right? The money line is 365 over under 39 and a half. So damn near a 40 burger. So that's 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 taking into account that both teams are gonna have good defense. It's just gonna be a complete blowout. They're talking about 30 to 10. That's what they're talking about here. 30 to 10. 28 10. 31 10. 31 9. That's what they're talking about here. <laughs> Dirty motherfuckers. Can I see it? Yeah, but I'm not seeing this. I'm still going to ride with the New York Jets. I, I, listen, that's a hard pick. We'll talk about that on Friday, but that's a definitely a hard pick. There's no reason I should believe that New York Jets are going to be able to beat the Dallas Cowboys. That's a hard pick. That's a faith pick. That's a I go to church every Sunday. I don't go to church every Sunday, but that's a I go to church every Sunday and I walk by faith and not by sight kind of pick. So, you see how things are matching up, right? And, and, and I ran through the AFC East just so we can... We, 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 can, we, we can bask in the joy that the Miami Dolphins should be having, right? They play the New England, they play the New England Patriots, they're favorite there. Buffalo plays Las Vegas. Buffalo already took a loss last week, right? So as long as you win, you still have a leg up on them. And then the New York Jets play the Dallas, um, play the Dallas Cowboys who just ran through the, um, the, New, um, the New York um, Giants. And they don't have their quarterback. And they got a scared quarterback or a quarterback they don't have faith in. So yeah, so we just did this so we could just bask and enjoy uh, and, and revel in the in the in the joy that the Miami Dolphins should be going through because even even after week two they they, they shouldn't be tied with anybody anymore. They will be the sole owners of the number one spot in the AFC East, and they should probably be there for a while. You should imagine this early. That's why this early loss to, for Buffalo is devastating. Because then, 
if everybody keeps keeping up on par with it, how they're supposed to play, when did you catch up? These early victories matter. After, ne- after, uh, after this week, the New York Jets and the Buffalo Bills are tied. The Jets don't have an easy schedule for the first six weeks of the playoffs. I think after this, they play Denver. Or maybe New England. One of the two teams. So, so, so things don't get easier for this first six weeks. This is going to be the test. And this was always the test. That's, that's, the, that's, that's, the, that's the, I guess that's the gift and the curse, right? That's the beauty of it. These first six weeks were always going to be the test period. Whether you were Aaron Rodgers, whether, whether you're, you're Zach Wilson, whether you're, I don't even know who the, who the quarterback is after him, right? Or whether you're, who, who's the wide receiver that's the, that's the quarterback after him, <laughs> right? It doesn't matter. Even with Aaron Rodgers, Jets fans were talking about, hey, we go 3-3, three and three, that'll be great going into the bye. That's what they were talking about, 3-3 three and three with Aaron Rodgers. I think we play Kansas City after that. I think it's Kansas, I think it's Kansas, I think in that first six games, right, because we've done Buffalo, right, we have Dallas. In there, I think it's Kansas City, Denver, New England, and I can't remember that sixteen. Maybe Las Vegas, but I doubt. I don't think it's them. You got one unexpected victory out the way. You can possibly take Denver, and then we just got to see what else happens. I think it's Philly in the first six games. Like I said, it's brutal. So now instead of three and three. And so if, if if you were willing to accept three and three with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, is two and four not okay? I with Zach Wilson that is, and it's not it's not okay in any situation, but is that is that not a reasonable expectation for Zach Wilson? If you were willing to accept three and three from Aaron Rodgers. Was a one-game difference that much devastating that you have to feel the need to try to want to bring in Joe Flacco or or Ryan or or Matt Ryan or Gardner Minshew? I wonder. Like I said, with all with all of these changes, the Miami Dolphins um. The Miami Dolphins now have the still the second best odds to win the Super Bowl at at a plus fifteen hundred, still holding that number one spot, right? And, and I think that's the seven best odds in the league. So still, still, still with the number one spot in our division. Yeah, <laughs> in our division, in the Buffalo Bills at a plus nine seventy. The New York Jets have fallen to to forty eight hundred, while the New England Patriots still round up the rear at sixty eight hundred. I'm taking Miami. I'll take Miami Dolphins to win that. To um, I think that's to win the Super Bowl, not to win the division. Actually, let's see. Can we get those division numbers up real quick? Ah, you know what? Fuck it. We'll 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 talk about that on Friday. We'll, we'll, uh, and then you guys have an opportunity to look it up between now and then, and we'll we'll have a chance to gab about it. But you know what? 
We're about two two hours into the show. I don't think I need to stretch this out for another hour. But we do got a couple of things like, that, that I want to talk about, right, as, as we just wrap things up. Have you seen these new championship belts, that, right, that the NFL has, right? Or in, in, in partnership with WWE and Fanatics, they've now had all of these new championship belts that they've made. I ain't going to lie. Some of these belts look dope as hell. Like, some of these belts really do look dope as hell. But, but I love what WWE is doing because they've been doing this for a while. And what they do is that they make sure that they find... See, how do you... It's, it's the thing that... How do you make it, continue to make yourself relevant when nobody... Cons, where, where, where half the sports world doesn't consider you a real sport? And that's the only reason why they won't watch you. But everybody loves you. What do they do? Every time there's every time somebody wins a, every time a team wins a championship, they send them a belt. Right? Somebody wins MVP, they send them a belt. <clears throat> now, the cool thing about it now is that they're now there are now fully customized belts for your team. So now you can get an all jetted out championship belt, a Dolphins championship belt, Giants championship belt. A 49ers championship belt. Championship belt. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can go ahead and get yourself one. Like a fully themed belt. You saw them recently when Coco Golf won the US Open. They sent her a championship belt. Like I think they need to start doing a little bit. Like they get a little bit better. Like I don't know. I see. And what happens is that I have to see the side plates on that belt that they give her. But switch it up, right? Like, make sure you put a couple of tennis rackets. Put some Cocoa Puffs on there. She is the most successful golf that we know in sports. <laughs> That's just me taking a cheap shot. That's just me taking a cheap shot. Oh, also, um, Nas has a new album coming out. If So if I'm not mistaken, within the next week or two, there should be a new Nas album dropping. So for, for all my Nas fans out there, for all my hip hop heads, yep, that there, there goes something for you guys to go ahead and uh, and go ahead and wait for and, and keep an ear out for. Um, Yankees, I, I mean, even though they're out the playoffs, they were supposed to be playing today. Did they start playing yet? Nope. That game got postponed and they were supposed to be playing Boston. That game got postponed to weather. New York Mets, they end up winning, beating the Arizona Diamondbacks 7-1. to one. I saw something weird about what, what the Houston Cheaters did today, so we won't talk about it. And while we leave here, did you see that there was leaked information about racist conversations going between the Jerry Jones and the Buffalo Bills owner? There's karma everywhere. And see, this is what I said. That when the allegations was made about Woody Johnson, that something or somebody somewhere would have came out, said something, leaked something. The fact that there hasn't even been a whisper or another word of it ever since the first time that it was made lets me know that that was Fugazi and, that, and they were just targeting him for being boys with Trump. 
this Jerry Jones one and this Buffalo Bills owner, I, I fully agree. I, I fully believe. Like, you understand? If I'm not mistaken, this, 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 these are some of the guys that's, that, that are talking about running, um, running the asylum. One of the comments that they talk about, um, them having, is that, uh, is that if that, that if black people want so many changes in the goddamn sport, why don't they open up their own damn league? Talking about the players and stuff. Yeah, so they want to open up their own Negro League. So now Jerry Jones has denounced that. And for this one, he made sure he came out with a very PR statement of how he of how he's a, uh, he's part of inclusion and all this other stuff. But when that photo came out of, of him being in the crowd of harassing that little black girl who was just trying to go to school back in those days, he, he, he didn't put out no statement about inclusion and wanted to be one and everything about then. No, what he said is that he was curious. What the fuck were you curious, so curious about? What was making somebody going to school so curious to you? Somebody trying to get an education so curious to you? It wasn't the fact that it was one of, uh, one of these little black people um, that's finally trying to get an education. You wanted to see why this little nigga girl wanted to go to your school. One of your school. Yeah, I fully believe that this was Jerry Jones' thought process at one point in time. That's what he was curious about. This statement that he dropped is a PR statement. This is why we don't talk Dallas Cowboys on this, pro- on this podcast at all, whatsoever. Fuck them. And that's how we're going to end this podcast. Burn hand wash the oven, both wash the face. We are out of here. Play my outro. So I can stop rambling. It's been too long.